I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. And once again, we are coming at you quarantine and chill style from the safety <laughs> of our own homes. Uh, nothing, nothing's going to stop this hype train. And this is one crazy episode that I cannot wait to talk to you about. I am your host and card-carrying member of Hashtag Team Max, Brandon Hanna. And I am once again and always joined by the amazing Emily May. Hey! Hey, everyone! Oh, this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this episode indeed. And of course, uh, last but not least, uh, you know him for having an amazing singing voice. It's Amir Yassai. Oh. <laughs> it has not gotten better in the quarantine. My voice is still awful. <laughs> It's okay. I'm sure you'll have plenty of time to work on it for sure. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's okay. No, we're, we're all just going to be going stir crazy and singing ourselves. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. One of these episodes yeah. is just 100% us singing our thoughts in totally. its entirety. Our na- my uh, neighbors already hate me, so I've been singing along. <laughs> so <laughs> There you go. I- I'm about to do the same. We do have an amazing show for you all today. Uh, I guess to start things off sad at first, uh, Mitch's condition, it worsens. And this kind of what triggers everything going on with Zoe in this episode. And we find out that Mitch only has weeks to live. And that is kind of the spark point that really, it's its the hard-hitting topic of this episode for yeah. sure. And, uh, and of course, uh, the CEO of Sparkpoint shows up out of nowhere, causing even more problems for Zoe. And Zoe sings love songs to Max. And Simon, come on, no! <laughs> No, too much, too much, too much. <laughs> too much. So That's bad. gonna be a hot topic to get into. And of course, we do have our special segment. It's our own internal musical monologues where we're gonna tell you about uh, songs that we're gonna sing. I think uh, if we're in kind of in Zoe's shoes for this yes. episode is all yeah. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. for now. Uh, definitely stay tuned for that. And it's celebrity news and gossip. We have um, some amazing Jane Levy interviews to talk about with Entertainment Tonight mm-hmm. and The Hollywood Reporter about um, how this episode was for Jane to be on set and for her to film. Uh, this was this was a really, I can only imagine this was a difficult episode and I can't wait to get into it. So let's just get into our overall thoughts on today's episode. And let's start with you, Emily. Right off the bat, how did this episode make you feel? Oh my gosh. Well, I cried about 14 times in this episode. (laughs) Like in the first two minutes. Uh, It was such an incredible episode. This is my favorite episode of the season so far. The songs were incredible. Just the fact that they had all the, the Zoe's kind of relationships being torn apart and her being torn between her choices. And then her trying to deal with the relationship with her dad and kind of coming to terms with that. We knew that it was coming, but to do it in this way, they did it with the choreography, the music in such an incredible way. And it broke my heart. I kept, I just kept crying like tears throughout this whole episode, but um, I, it was my favorite. Yeah, I was trying to hold back the tears myself. What about you, Amir? Were you able to succeed in this? Oh, it was it was a rough episode. And I can tell based on the chat that I'm not alone. People are saying I almost broke down when Zoe and her dad at the end, my God. So Ivan Soto said that. I mean, there's so many moments, but I think for me, that moment was amazing. And I love that the mom came in like after and it was just allow them to have their moment so it, it was, was so beautiful it was beautiful it. it's so well Stunning. written i can't get over it mm-hmm. it's such a like mm-hmm. such an authentic moment of trying to come to terms with 
you know, the death of a parent and it's, mm -hmm. it's so hard and they, they captured it so well. They really did. Yeah. It's like the nuance, you know, of like lose, like the grieving, the, mm -hmm. the, the kind of like people don't get that right sometimes when it comes to shows and the way they did it, it was like, she just couldn't manage her life because she was so in grief. So mm -hmm. it was, it was really beautifully done. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. And I also enjoyed how they were able to like layer and like sprinkle in really some comedy in this episode with mm -hmm. Tobin. <laughs> Tobin just kept yeah, popping up at all the right moments. Yeah, Tobin tried to hold down the fort while Zoe was kind of going a little wild. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was so many great lines. The one that comes to me immediately is in the bathroom where he's like, you guys gossiping about somebody? Let me know what you heard and I'll tell you if it's true. Yeah, it's someone from HR or something. Like, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always someone from HR. I noticed that like in a lot of shows and movies, it's like always someone from HR. So I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a really amazing episode all around. Mm -hmm. And to start things off, the catalyst that causes Zoe's extraordinary glitch uh, is Mitch's condition worsens. The doctor informs the family that he only has weeks left to live. Um, something that we don't really find out specifically until later on in the episode, but it's what starts everything with mm -hmm. Zoe. Um, and she, I was surprised to see her kind of bottle her emotions in so much when she's been learning through helping other people that they need to confront their emotions. And uh, ultimately, we'll get to later, it's Max that really helps her through that. But yeah, this is a huge blow. I mean, we all knew this was going to be coming. Uh, but now that it's finally here, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to lose Mitch. I know. Uh, Emily. I'm, I'm not ready either. <laughs> I, I have to say... It, this moment when Zoe's in the doctor's office and you hear that high pitched ringing in her ear and kind of the whole world fades away and she goes into this kind of musical number, she goes into to crazy, but she was walking in this world where like things are not real for her. And I feel like this was such a beautifully choreographed moment because I feel like it happens to people when you hear bad news. Like everything fades away and everything just drops and you don't hear anything else except in your own head. And this episode, I feel like focuses on finally Zoe's focusing, has to focus on herself because she's been helping other people and not realizing that she's been, like you said, bottling everything inside and it's going to cause more problems as you see, because she's just like has to express all these things eventually through her, this glitch that happened. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. what about you, Amir? Uh, what, do you, what do you think about uh, us potentially losing Mitch in the upcoming episodes? I'm not ready. And, I, and for a second, <laughs> I thought he was going to sing along with her. But then I realized, like, the whole episode, it's about her singing. So there was a moment where I kind of yeah. thought they were going to have a duet. Um, but you know what? Like, listen, the people in the chat have better opinions than I do. They, um, someone is saying the silence she experiences on the walk back to the office had to be written by someone who lived through that moment, Rachel yeah. Silvestrini. But obviously the creator had mm -hmm. lived through that. So I think, and yeah. that's, that's what we keep talking about week to week is that it's so important to have someone write a show that's about their story, whether they're people of color, LGBTQ, they've lost their dad. It's so important because it's so, again, back to nuance. Like what M said, you hear the news and all you hear is like, you hear nothing except what's in your head. And so the creator took that to a whole new level. She's now going to sing and she's going to dance. And I think what really affected me from all of this with, especially with the bad news, was when she did her first number and the way mm -hmm. she was being pulled away by the dancers. Every yeah. time she tried to go forward, she was being pulled back. And, and that's very, and if you've ever lost someone, that's what it feels like. It's like quicksand. You're good one moment 
and then it hits you and you're going back into grief. So, yeah. I mean, again, Mandy Moore is such a good choreographer and she really totally. knows how to hit those um, moments. Yeah. And you're also, you, this also like the choreography was also representative of how she's being pulled in a million mm. different directions between trying to confront her grief and then also trying to like, like, um, push her grief down and not wanting to deal with her problems because she ignored her mom's phone calls throughout the day. And so she keeps on trying to not address it. And so part of, part of, I feel like what was powerful about this first dance number is that she's, she's, completely putting all of her feelings into the dance moves and it's reflective mm. of like her inner feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do want to get into some of those dance numbers, uh, but Amir, you had brought up, you thought that maybe Mitch was going to sing with Zoe, uh, but I did notice he, he, he moves his head and, he, and, he, mm -hmm. and, he, and like they, they, they embrace each other. And mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting and subtle how they did that. It was almost, like Mitch was a part of the musical number, but just he just wasn't vocalizing anything. So mm. he like, and then when the mom walked in on them, they were like both sitting upright, like just right next to each other, not holding uh, each other in their arms. And I was like, is this is Mitch somehow aware of Zoe's powers now to a certain degree? Because they they, they kind of had this look on their face, like, okay, this is our little secret that you have this ability, and we can't let your mom know. But it's nice that we have this. This is our special thing. So I, I don't know, Emily, are you with me on this yeah, at all? Yeah, no. I mean, I think she like the way I took it was that I think she really was singing to him. It wasn't that extra. It wasn't her like subconscious singing out loud. I think she really oh, had this sure. moment mm. with him. And but I can see. I mean, the thing is, we've seen um, uh, we've seen Mitch sing and dance before. Um, so, but so I feel like you could be onto something there, where his disease has progressed so much that even in dance numbers, he can't sing and he can't dance. Interesting. So it could because huh. in previous episodes he has. So mm -hmm. it could be representative of how bad it's getting. Yeah, I think she definitely sung to him, like actually sung to him out mm -hmm. loud. Yeah. But he did he did move in a way yeah. that that in like a way that he moved when he was singing, not in a way where he's like paralyzed with this disease. Yeah. yeah. So I that mean, was I, I thought it was very subtle. Yeah, I mean, I believe that they do have a connection and they have a really like powerful connection. So I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that. I'm gonna keep that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep that. I need, I need that. I'm gonna right keep now. that. I need it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love. Um, that. I have a prediction about that about that connection. Ooh. So I'll tell you guys later. Yeah, um, I cannot wait <laughs> to get to that. <laughs> but I think that like again, it's such a heartwarming. Like they do such a good job without being overtly sentimental. It's it just gets mm -hmm. to the point. And it, it's beautifully done. I mean, what a great episode. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really was um, incredible. And also kind of weird and quirky because in the beginning of the episode, when she first realizes she's singing out loud, oh, the cringe. Oh my God. I can it was never so awkward. Doing that in my <laughs> office ever. It was really hard. To of the office. I, I felt like, oh like I was watching a train wreck happen. Yeah. through song yeah uh, it was it was it was, it was pretty rough <laughs> it was yeah, bad for, you know what it reminded me of guys did you guys see liar liar where tim uh sorry jim carrey can't lie okay. yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. in the elevator and he literally can't like hold in on mm -hmm. like he literally can't has to get the truth out it kind of felt like that but she kept covering her mouth and she kept controlling her arms and like it was like she couldn't even run out of the room with simon like she had to be there 
Yeah, well, like, what's funny is she references the Jim Carrey movie night at the top of the episode. And she, she did, you're liar right. Liars. She yeah. mentioned Liar Liars. did. Yes. Oh my God, you're right. There you go. So <laughs> there could again, be great a connection there. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it was amazing how Zoe, just the physicality of her trying to not, like, it was like, like musical word vomit. She was trying to not have it come out. Even like it, the pitch meeting, oh my God, we can get to that. But uh, I just felt like she's so encapsulated in her body how she's trying to not have it happen. It was yeah. so funny. No, the cringiest one for me was when she was singing, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Uh, that was, <laughs> oh my God. Imagine she, like, going. She slams herself against the glass. That's I was too much. Well, and she was prancing <laughs> like a reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> she even said incredible. prance. You got to prance forward. Like she actually yeah. said it out loud. I can't. So I can't. So I, I mean, so much. I get karaoke, holiday karaoke gets crazy with the eggnog, but it was, it's not the time, Zoe. Not no, that time. is not the time. No, Certainly no. not. Uh, and I do want to get to that pitch meeting as well. But before we do that, I just want to thank everybody at home watching. Thank you so much for supporting us and making us the ESPN of TV talk. We would not be able to do this amazing show without you. We wouldn't be able to interview amazing people like Kapil Tall Walker last week, which is so much fun. And amazing. I love how his character is progressing. And it's just uh, an amazing, uh, it's just so awesome to be here. So thank you so much for supporting us. Be sure to like this video, uh, leave a comment. If you're in the live chat right now, tell Amir what you're thinking. Uh, yes. Make sure you subscribe yes. to not only uh, this channel, but all the AfterBuzz TV uh, channels uh, here on YouTube. It is uh, We got a lot of amazing content still coming out to you guys, uh, despite being quarantined. And of course, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it is a massive, massive help if you uh, leave us a positive review there. Um, and just uh, let us know that you love the show because it, it, it's, uh, it goes a long way. It really does. So just uh, thank you so much. And mm -hmm. uh, someone who might not be as appreciative is the CEO of SparkPoint. He makes a surprise visit in this episode and uh, Joan and Leaf are very on edge. And mm -hmm. somehow Zoe does not appear to ruin everything. I'm really surprised she didn't ruin everything because it was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very close, but thankfully, and this is why this moment is not as cringeworthy worthy for me, is yeah. Max comes in and saves yes. the day. And he supports her. Max and that, always and that, coming in. I live tweeted about it. I was like, Zoe, you need to marry this man right now. What are you waiting for? Nobody would do that. Come on. Seriously. Awesome. And, and I loved how in this episode, he is kind of like accepting kind of Zoe's world of, of her powers. And he's like, he, he keeps having these conversations like, okay, all right, your, your powers are kind of going wild right now. And like totally supporting her no matter what. And so, uh, it was interesting that he went and jumped in and helped in the boardroom because she was definitely kind of looking a little frazzled there. <laughs> she looked definitely frazzled. She was all over the map. But I think she that quirky people, like in especially in the tech world, like that kind of quirky energy. So I think that it was like a non-traditional pitch. So like um, Brandon said, it wasn't the worst thing she did the whole episode because yeah. I feel like that room would respond because he seems like a little off kilter. Like he's like, get me a straw. And then he like yelled at the trainer. And then he was like, I hate bread. I love bread. I mean, he was a little all over the map. Yeah. So. He seems very much like, uh, like Joan's husband. <laughs> yeah. A little off center, a little, bit. a little a off little, center, a little like kind of t like bossing people around and like in a bad way and kind of treating people badly. Um, yes. but I, you know, I, I, I appreciated this moment of Zoe pitching to the group 
because, or to the CEO, because I feel like all of us have been there where we're like, all right, we're going to go in this big pitch and just having that moment of like, this could go really bad. And I loved how they kind of encapsulated all the feelings that you have when you go into a big pitch into a musical number. Yeah. I could appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Max coming in and actually make, he's the one that makes it look like a pitch, which is. Yeah, exactly. Until then, she was just really losing her mind. Terrible. It's amazing that no (laughs) one stopped her. Like no one stopped her before Max Mm. came in. That's, I was like, if, if I, if it went on for more than 30 seconds, I would have been like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. What I want to know is that in her mind, it was the backup dancers that helped lift her up onto the table. But in actuality, how did she get up on the table so elegantly? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was just stood on it and then she was leaning back on it. Like she was having, like, you know, when you dance in your bedroom, like she was doing that in front of like 30 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's good filming because <laughs> it just makes it look really elegant. <laughs> yeah, but um, Max doing uh, this for Zoe, he really 100% buys into her powers because he's. Mm-hmm. I think he says he can't imagine any any person doing that for any other reason. And uh, I mean, let's just uh, get into some more Team Max, Team Simon discussion. Uh, Zoe sings a love song to Max, and it completely warmed my heart and it was beautiful and amazing and then simon come on no and then they kiss and there's just so much to unravel here my mind is completely scattered right now emily i think you're a little more level-headed than me in this no matter, it's fine so, yeah i know we both were mad tweeting during this moment tonight uh so i was so happy she sang like the ultimate love song by jason Mraz tonight I'm yours. It's like every first wedding, da- first dance at every wedding for the last 10 years, right? So it's like one of those perfect songs. It was the, the cutest moment. And I loved it so much. I was beaming. And then the whole meditation room happened. And then she sang, I want you to want me by um, uh, Cheap Trick. And again, that is, so the thing is what I liked about what Max brought up is that it's attraction versus love because you can tell Ooh. with these two contrasting songs it's a love song versus a song that's just about attraction and so and we can discuss that I don't know if you agree but I I like that they showed that she's torn because I think she has an infatuation with one and a deep love and friendship with another and I'm all Ooh. team Max by the way I'm all team Max so all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amir, uh, tell us what you thought. What did you think specifically? I want to know about that kiss with Simon. Well, you know I have the unpopular opinion and everyone in the live chat is going to roast me. Oh um, no, are they, they Team Max? Are. <laughs> oh, they're Team Max and they think philanderers are wrong according to Ivan Soto and uh, he's even saying Simon sucks, he's a cheater. All right, Ivan, listen, oh. we can agree to disagree. Oh. But I think that like, when you have like something as strong as grief connecting you the way that, you know, obviously Simon lost his dad in Mm -hmm. such a tragic way and she's going to lose her dad. It's not an if, it's a when. And I think that connection of grief, I understand he's engaged and I don't, I'm not like, I'm not condoning that, but that connects them stronger than I feel like Max's love is very childish. It's like puppy dog love. Like he looks up to Jane and relationships like that don't work in my opinion. So I I think that like, but that's just me with Simon. I think there's a deeper connection. So, yeah, I mean, so they might, so Simon and and Zoe might have that connection of grief, but Max and Zoe have the foundation of friendship, which I feel like Mm. is much stronger. 
and okay. is more like has a longevity to it than mm -hmm. this moment in time where you're dealing with this immediate grief. And I know that mm -hmm. you deal with grief your whole life when someone passes, but there's sure. this immediate grief that she's dealing with. And that's why later in this episode, when Zoe comes clean with Max and tells her, tells him, Hey, my dad only has a few weeks left. That was an important moment in their relationship because then they could deal with the grief together mm, in okay. the way that she was trying to have that with Simon. So I in my that. opinion, I, so no, I, I'm, I I'm still that. team Max and I think they need to, but she needs to be honest and figure out what her feelings are. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I, mean, I think, yeah, that was well said, Em. It kind of, it converted me a little bit. So I, what? Yeah, it did, it did, yeah. Because <laughs> friendship is so important. I think that people that really have solid relationships are a lot of times each other's friends as well. So that's really mm -hmm. well said. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Very uh, well said. I did not even consider to look at it from that angle mm -hmm. that now, because Max has kind of, well, he was an amazing friend. He was completely heartbroken and he still decided to go after her and and tell her this he helped her confront mm -hmm. her grief and now they can do that together yeah and that connection she had with simon maybe she could have it a little with max now i know mm. she's incredibly attracted to simon because i mean who isn't i mean but, i think all of us are <laughs> come on his beard it's so connected oh Wow. Okay, so Max yeah. just needs to grow a beard. This is why you don't. Cold. Yeah, this is why you don't have meditation rooms at work. Like, just don't have meditation rooms, and then confrontations like Simon and Zoe just won't happen. <laughs> well said. Well said. It's a bunch of overworked, horny people. Don't put them in a sound bath room. Yeah, I agree. Well said. Yeah, and, and also, stuff. you know what? What that uh, conversation between Max and Zoe, I guess, showed me anyway, is that they're gonna they're gonna keep moving on just fine they're they're gonna survive this they're gonna come out mm. of this whole situation of this whole episode this whole glitch as as you will um a lot stronger than they were before where i i don't know if zoe and simon's relationship is going to recover from that kiss with yeah. simon still being engaged no oh, because no. they they bad. left in such a hurry like okay we're done like let's let's go mm. that I, that it didn't I, it was bad like if you had chemistry or if you had wanted to talk about it you would have stayed but i yeah so that we'll get to predictions later <laughs> yeah so for me anyways to sum that up the difference is max stayed simon didn't yeah and simon being engaged is not helping at all mm -mm. not good mm -mm. Not, not good, good. <laughs> uh so in this episode we definitely saw a lot of what zoe was thinking things that zoe didn't even realize that she was thinking so I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to get into our special segment for this week. It's our own internal musical monologues. And Emily, uh, take yes. us away with that. So I love this segment. So I want to hear what your song would be if you were in Zoe's shoes. So what would you sing if you were just driven crazy by everything going on in your life and in the world? And so I had a little trouble picking just one song. So I'm going to quickly pick two songs. So I picked, uh, my first song is Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. It's a little wild, a little crazy, but it's one of my favorite like rock songs. And uh, it, it's like one of those that you just blast and uh, have some fun with. 
And then the second one is a little bit slower and a little bit more heartfelt and it's crazy by Patsy Cline. And mm. um, some of those, that's more of a love song. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to pull up the lyrics. So yeah, so again, it's a classic where you, so some of the lyrics, crazy for feeling so lonely. I'm crazy, crazy for feeling so blue. I knew you'd love me as long as you wanted. And then someday you leave me for somebody new. Worry, why do I let myself worry? Wondering what in the world did I do? Crazy for thinking that my love could hold you. And then it continues. And so it's beautiful. There's a bunch of country, uh, country singers that do renditions of that. So you can check it out. Ooh. And so, um, Amir, I want to know what your song is that, uh, well, it's no shock to anybody, but it's <laughs> you drive me crazy. <laughs> that Britney Spears song, you drive me crazy. Cause I think that song is so good because it's like, it's so simple and yeah, it's pop, but as a deeper message, it's like, no, no, no you're driving me crazy. Yes. So like a lot of people say like, you're giving, you know, you, you have rent free space in my head. It's kind of like mm -hmm. that. It's like, no, thank you. You're driving me crazy. Leave me alone. So I, I, I really need that. Like I actually avoided a FaceTime call today. Cause I was like, this person's negative. You're driving me crazy with the quarantine. I can't deal. So I'm out. exactly, especially during this <laughs> yeah. time. Like we get to screen yeah. our calls. No, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Brandon, what is your song that uh, you would sing during this uh, wild time? Yeah. So um, this week, I actually I kind of have like a, a cop out answer, um, but I promise I have good reasons. I could. I was looking and looking for songs, and honestly. I just kind of, every single song that Zoe sings in this episode resonates with me in one way or another. Yeah, I love them all. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just picking every single one that Zoe sang, except for the Christmas one, because I've, I mean, I've just, I've never seen my mom kiss Santa Claus, so I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I have, it's not good. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, for me personally, whenever I feel like I'm going quote unquote crazy in my life, a lot of times it's been about a woman or a significant other or a crush mm. or someone. And I've also had my own run-ins with grief and I know exactly what that's like to, to go through something like that with a relative. So that's also something that really uh, resonated with me as well. And I've just been crazy at work too. Work drives yeah. people nuts. I've, totally. I've worked in an office with, uh, you know, crazy eccentric Co people before yeah. and it's, it's hard. It's hard sometimes. So, on every single level, this this episode just hit me, and I just couldn't pick one. So I know it's a cop out, but that's just, that's how I feel, guys. That's okay. That's okay. Thanks. I mean, I I had trouble picking mine, and I loved all the songs on this on this episode. And uh, I want to hear all the fans what song you would sing if you were kind of being driven a little crazy. I know we're all feeling that right now, um, while we're all stuck at home. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I want to know your songs. Um, I'm going to be posting up a special segment uh, tomorrow or in the next few days. And I want people to post their videos. I love all the fans have been sharing their videos. And so I love it. And uh, I want everyone to sing your heart out because it's it's the best time to do that. And we get to all be connected that way. So. I love that. Um, I actually have a, uh, a fan message from Rachel Silvestrini. So she says, uh, she would do Crazy Train, um, I Can't Make You yeah. Love Me by Bonnie Ray, and I Hate Myself Ooh. for Loving You by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, which is, these are great choices. That's, great. those are all great choices. Yeah, those are great choices. Um, uh, yeah, and then we had another fan as well who said, um, when you def in defense of you, saying Max is super close to her family and 
dad specifically. So Max will be going through the grief when Mitch passes as well, which means mm -hmm. not only do they have the friendship, but they also have the mutual grief. So it, I think exactly. it, I'm starting yeah. to become a little team Max. So we'll what? Yes, we will convert <laughs> you eventually to team Max. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're just going to convert everybody. And yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, uh, for everyone watching at home, definitely. Uh, keep sending us in your internal musical monologues. I've loved seeing some of the videos that y'all have been sending us on Twitter. And I know I slacked off last week on mine. Uh, but I'm still I, waiting I, for your for yours, Brandon. I had to post I, mine. I, I, just picked, I just picked five more songs. So I've got a lot of work ahead of me this week. <laughs> That's the punishment. That's the punishment for picking right. five songs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should all well, pick a song from tonight's episode and sing it and then post it. And then, yeah, we'll have some fun. Perfect. Love it. Yes. Done. Done. So, I probably, I probably um, do a mommy kiss Santa Claus. I'll do that. <laughs> I can't wait. But you have to wear a hat. Oh, of course. And everyone's been putting up Christmas trees. Did you guys hear about that? So maybe the song is appropriate. They've been putting people have been putting their Christmas trees back up. So I don't know. We'll see if it'll fit. <laughs> okay. I did not hear that, but let's do it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, this was a very Zoe-centric uh, episode, even though yeah. I, obviously Zoe's playlist is uh, the name of the show, but uh, a lot right. going on with Jane Levy. And that's the subject of our celebrity news and gossip for this week. Yes, it um, is. So, Amira, take us away. What is going on with Jane Levy and this whole episode and everything? Because I, I will I know tell you. Unravel. So listen, I don't know if this is funny, but I think it was the Zoe episode, like Zoe episode, but I don't know if that's that funny. But anyways, um, so uh, she did an interview uh, with uh, Entertainment Tonight, and uh, it was basically all about like the fears she had about jumping into this episode. She was going crazy. She said she had her boyfriend dye her hair uh, red again because they were in quarantine before this interview came out. She was like, oh, this episode came out. She was like freaking out because she has no professional musical theater training. She's never taken a voice lesson. So she's like, was really stressed out. Um, and then uh, she was quoted saying, uh, it was an idea that the creator Austin Weinberg talked about very early on, as far back as shooting the pilot before we were even picked up to series. He said he had an idea for an episode in which Zoe sings every song. And, and uh, Jane Levy was like, I didn't want to do it. And I was freaking mm -hmm. out, surrounded by all these incredible performers and watching my colleagues dance and sing so naturally. She's like, it just didn't come naturally to me. But she's like, I really wanted to participate in the musical. And I really wanted to like take it on. Um, so from That's the help idea. of her boyfriend and just her support system. And she said the cast was amazing. Um, Kapil, Skylar, everyone was like, just do it. And she really knocked it out of the park because there were times in the beginning when her voice cracked, but it was only because I think it was part of her character of kind of coming out of the realizing that it's happening to her. Um, and well, and then, she's also uh, so emotional too in the beginning. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think it was, I was like kind of, you know, I was worried for her, but she did a really stellar job. Mm -hmm. And then she did an interview with um, the Hollywood Reporter as well. And she was talking about um, how when she was watching the episode with her boyfriend, she was laughing a lot of the jokes, like the cringy, awkward moments. And he was like, you're laughing your own jokes. And she was like, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I think she she has a great sense of humor. And in all of these interviews that I've seen, she's really funny about how she's on a natural redhead and how she doesn't dress dorky like her character. And like, she's just very open and honest and seems like a really great person. So I think she's carrying the show really well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a lot of uh, great insight into, you know, mm -hmm. just like, I, that's, I, that's something that definitely gets my attention right away. And we got a little bit with Kapil last week mm -hmm. is going into a right. musical show, the amount of uh, pressure that that can entail, especially when you have mm -hmm. to do six songs in one episode. 
Uh, yeah. But every week um, they knock it out of the park and, uh, and they really do. And it's also, it's one of those, it's not just like a normal show that you have to rehearse and you have to learn choreography. Mm-hmm. So like, and then the shoot days are much longer than a normal day of just mm-hmm. like a drama or just a normal comedy. So the fact that, that it's such an incredibly produced show at such a level and all the cast seems to just click really well is kind of incredible. Right. And you hear that in it all really of the is. news, all of the articles that, that have come out, um, mm-hmm. but you know, that are interviewing the, the stars that Definitely. They, they just work together and the showrunners all work together to make it such an incredible show. So. Absolutely. And you're so good. Like I was literally going to make that last point and you just like perfect segues me, but she <laughs> talked about how they paused filming. They had to pause filming every three days for her to learn the choreography for each of the songs she's mm-hmm. singing. So it, how many songs were there? Maybe, was there five songs? So that means like times three, so 15 days, right? One, Is that how many songs? Two. Yeah, I mean, there were six, songs? but some of them didn't six. require much. A lot of choreography. Six, yeah. But like, the, yeah, so the bigger ones, they need a lot of um, yeah. choreography. And so she's, she's like, the, I think the whole cast is so down to make a stellar ass show, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, the amount of effort and love and care and attention they mm-hmm. put into it is, uh, well, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has a lot to do with the creator's dad, like having passed with this and having the creator, like Capel told me that when they would fly, the creator would sit with everyone in, you know, in the plane and talk with everybody and do one-on-ones. I think he's very involved and he's not just like an exact producer that flies in once in a while. Like he's on mm-hmm. set. So they all want to do a good job because you know this person has lost their job. So like I think it's it's really powerful. Yeah, right. when you when you have creators that are so in tuned with and want to be involved in every aspect of it, it can be mm-hmm. really uh, really impactful for the cast to have that person there to be like, I was mm-hmm. there when this happened to me. This is how mm-hmm. I translate it to a musical experience. Absolutely. So that can be really powerful. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, well, I think it's time that we get into our predictions for next week. And Amir, you said you had a, a juicy one. Dun, 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 I don't dun, dun, know. Dun. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous now. I'm nervous Uh-oh. now. Okay, just, Uh-oh. Just, let me know. Just tell Uh-oh. it. Just say it. Let's go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Just, you know, get the drum roll going. Um, <laughs> I think what's going to happen, so I looked it up. So PSB, which is what the creator's dad had is it is what what mitch is dealing with in the show i think that it can sometimes be hereditary so i read a bunch of articles and i think my prediction is that this her hearing the songs and and her now like obviously this episode singing them out loud but before hearing them i think that's a weird symptom of her having it early onset but i think the story Mm. is that at the end of whenever this series i hope it never ends but when it does let's say season eight it's gonna be Jane in a coma the whole time. That's my prediction. Like she's never actually awake. That she somehow has gone early onset PSB and is like out. Like she's been out, this is not really happening. So that's just my weird, I love the show Lost. So that's kind of my prediction for the long haul. Why would you say that Amir? I love Lost too and I would never say anything as hurtful. (laughs) I don't even know, I don't even know how to take that prediction. I don't even, I don't even have predictions. It's a lot. After that, I, that's a, a lot. lot. I mean, that's a well, lot. Is there going to be epi- oh, I don't even. Oh, you stumped me, Amir. I have <laughs> no, no idea. Sorry. I told you it was a lot. I I kind of prefaced you guys, <sighs> but like as far as this episode goes, I think that Jessica's going to obviously find out, and he's going to admit to Jessica, and that's when I'm really going to be team Max because I think 
seeing how it affects Jessica, the fiance, mm -hmm. all the shenanigans that she goes through and maybe she's going to sing a song. I'm really going to feel bad. So I think that that's my prediction. So I think, uh, I think Max is definitely going to, I think Max and Zoe are going to get even closer and I think they're going to solidify their relationship, um, kind of make that, make that known to everyone like hey we're in a relationship um and i think you're right amir that something with simon and, and jessica is gonna happen and it, it whether he breaks it off with her i'm not sure he might break it off and just say hey i'm i have feelings for zoe and then that mm -hmm. might cause some trouble um mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i think um yeah i'm interested i kind of want to see more with joan to see what happens with this whole co-worker leaf thing and i think something i think leaf i know it's i think something's gonna happen with leaf uh a bad thing is gonna happen with leaf okay yeah i i, I think we're definitely gonna see zoe and max together at some point i don't know if it's gonna be in the near future i think mm -hmm. as they're getting they're getting closer and they're gonna go through everything with her dad together and he's always there for her because he's just an incredible friend. I don't know if she is quite there yet. I definitely mm. think some juicy stuff is gonna go on uh, for <laughs> Simon and Jessica. It's something's gonna go down. It's not gonna be good. Nope. And nope. I think some friendships might get ruined. It's, it's, it's gonna be ugly. And uh, I think we're just gonna see some uh, more character growth from Tobin because mm -hmm. wasn't he just a delight this episode? He was, he was. Breath of fresh air, we needed that. We needed the like breaking up of humor. And um, yeah. just so you guys know, the, the people in the live chat are slaying me. Uh, Rachel <laughs> Sylvester said, uh, that's so sad and dark and don't say it. And then Ivan is saying, give me Zoe and Max. So people are not liking my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. We'll have happier predictions hopefully next week. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, for everyone. Um, not attacking Amir in the live chat right now. Definitely tweet at us, uh, leave a comment yeah. below. Let us know your predictions for this show because yeah. uh, we cannot wait to hear them and hopefully you'll shed some light on stuff that maybe we're missing. Um, but until next week, that's gonna about do things here for us today. So Emily May, where can people find you online? Yes, you can find me on all social media platforms at Emily May Heller and catch our special segment online in the next few days. And Amir, if people want to tell you why you're wrong about your horrible mean <laughs> prediction or about maybe your other thoughts on the television show Lost, maybe I'll even tweet at you. Where can people find Please you? Please do. So my Twitter is Yas underscore. And then my Instagram is also Yas underscore. And then if you want a daily TikTok, it's Yas no underscore. Um, I do daily quarantine videos. I dance around. I sing around. I do a lot. So it's fun. Yes. Find me. You can... Yes, <laughs> I will. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07, where I will definitely be posting some musical videos uh, shortly. Maybe one, maybe five, maybe six. I don't know. It's a long <laughs> quarantine, guys. That's wow. a lot. There's, wow. there's a lot going it's down lot. in the quarantine. Yep. yep. There's yep. a lot going down. And until more goes down next week, well, we'll just have to wait to see you then. Yay. We will. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.